Hi, everybody. My name is Maddie. I'm Jill. And this is The The 20-ish Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Hello. How you doing? Two weeks down. Two Look at weeks. us go. Look what at a us streak. go. Yeah, I've got a Heineken in hand. I, We're a ready Heineken to record. In a can. You know what? Don't hate. It's a beer. Which, a beer's a beer. Jacob brought them out and offered them to us. Very nice. We love a, a host. We love a host. And a producer. <laughs> <laughs> really, really need to pay him. Um, and I turned it down because I just, it doesn't feel right Do you right want a sip? Me. I'm a little, actually, if you can't tell, I'm a little nasally. I think it might be getting a cold. I'm We're already nasally. nasally yeah. on the daily, but a little extra nasal on Jill's end today. I cleaned, well, I cleaned my apartment and then suddenly just started sneezing and sniffling. And I think it is starting to turn into a cold. Yeah, I'm proud of you. But I did a full clean too yesterday. Yes. Oh, I oh, always yeah. use the weekend for a yeah, cleaning I opportunity. Yeah, I had a huge list and I just have one thing left on the list. I saw you made like Swiffer the floors. (laughs) Yes. And that's the thing that's left is that I don't have any Swiffer pads. So I need to get the Swiffer pads, but I did sweep, but I feel like a Swiffer is like an extra. Yeah, that's fair. I should rub on the tile. I should definitely do that. I do a sweep and then I'm like, eh, we'll call her good. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what's new and exciting in our lives. (laughs) Cleaning. Hopefully you all are doing well. Thank you for uh, tuning into our second episode. If you turned into the one before this. Wow. Look at you. Good for you. Lucky you guys. We really appreciate the support. Right? Uh, So today, before we get into our topic, which is adjusting to the culture after graduation, post-grad adjustment, changes, that whole chaos, uh, I thought we would once again revisit what we are loving at the moment. Products, food, life-related, whatever. Uh, What are you loving, Jill? Yeah, so right now, it's a little bit old. What are we thinking? 2017? Maybe we need to look it up again. Uh, Coco, the movie. Oh, Coco. So it was recently Dia de los Muertos. Yes, and Jill and I were supposed to go to this museum exhibit. Um, I unfortunately was not feeling top notch. It happens. Thursday night through Saturday. Like Saturday morning, she ate a bad burrito. I made that up. You I didn't. didn't. But I wish I had a burrito. Love burritos. But no, just was feeling a little. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fine. Anyway, did you go? So I didn't go Friday, but I went Saturday. So we had plans to go to the Minneapolis Institute of Art because there was an ofrenda. Mm-hmm. A, basically, um, if you don't know what an ofrenda is, watch Coco or just Google it. <laughs> but basically, it's a table where people decorate it with pictures of their loved ones that have passed and a bunch of flowers and foods and all of these other um, traditional items for the holiday. And it's about a four-day-long holiday. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Day of the Dead. Yes, it's the Day of the Dead. I don't know all the logistics and details, but I kind of learned about it from Coco, the Disney movie, a.k.a. the best movie in the entire world. It's so sweet and... I just remember sobbing. Oh, I cry. It to me. I cry every time. If you need to cry, like if you're in a mood to just be like, I want to have a good cry, put Coco on, you sob. But it's like a happy sob. Right. You know? It's very touching. Um, however, do you know like the true story behind it and how Disney like stole the story from these like oh, God. poor Hispanic people and then oh. like abandoned them in poverty? Did that really happen? Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. 
Um, Am I supposed so to like boycott you, the movie uh, now? Oh fuck! See, that makes me really sad. I know. In this, um, this is a whole argument of. I mean, wow! This is really uh, extrapolating and hyperbolizing it, but the whole liking the art versus supporting the creator kind of thing, right? Like, you know, I'm not a fan of Justin Bieber at the moment. Because of his defense of Chris Brown. I thought you were going to say wedding to Haley Bieber and your jealousy, but I like, um, the, fir- I like the other one <laughs> no, it's more. Other, it's some other reasoning. However, Mistletoe is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And do I just not listen to Mistletoe anymore? You know what? This I, is the thing. That's so true because I the love the song by Chris Brown called This Christmas. It's not originally by him, obviously. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't. It's the cover. It's from his movie that he was in. Again, he's not the first. I don't think he's the main star, but the movie's called This Christmas. Uh, that song's phenomenal. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You yeah. don't. You don't want to like the person. You don't want to like you, the product right. of the person. Right. But it's hard because. I don't know. I feel like this is a a challenging debate that's going on right now about where people are supposed to draw the line and are we supposed to like cold turkey? True. Like, Michael Jackson, all that stuff came out about him, the documentary, whatever. Oh, yeah. No one fully turned, like he hasn't been ostracized and his music hasn't been ostracized from the radios. Right. Whereas other artists in a similar position would have been. Very true. So it's like, why do we let some people... Continue, you, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, very Th- political This is topic. getting ranty and weird, but you know what I'm no, trying to I say. No, I get it, for Separating sure. Separating the backstory right. and the creator from the actual art. True. Well, anyway, uh, Coco, maybe <laughs> not created with the best intentions by Disney, but... Um, the story is still really the cute. The story is so cute. The music is phenomenal. I'm going to buy the sheet music book, even though I don't know how to play any instruments. Oh, is this why you want to buy a piano? Yes, I want to buy a piano so I can teach myself how to play the songs. <laughs> I decided that literally about two hours ago. <laughs> a very uh, fair jumping point. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, and then one more thing that I've been loving um, is, I was going to say running, but maybe oh, yeah. exercising in general. Your race that you I had. I did a 5K yesterday on a Saturday. It's Yay, called Jillian. the Chocoholic Frolic. Basically... You run, and then they give you chocolate at the end, which was phenomenal. It's kind of a motivation. I'll run a little bit so I can, like, pig out at the end, you know? Yeah, sounds like the only form of exercise I would ever participate in. Oh, yeah. Especially running. I I physically have yet to find the resources that would allow me to run long distances. I'm talking about sports. I want to argue with you and be like, no, it's all mental. It's in your head. But, okay, that may be true. It's so painful. I really, I'd like to do it. If someone out there knows a good maybe sports bra, high support for uh, larger chest women, yeah, that's tough. Let me know. Maybe biking's your thing, you know, or you'll be a rower. Who knows? Oh, yeah. I like the idea of biking. I like their little outfits. Just find a good bike the seat. Slim, yeah. Thigh cut off, unitard. Oh, for sure. You be I looking like that good. Look. Be looking good. <laughs> And the only negative is that your butt might hurt for a little bit because the seat. So just get a good seat. Well, I, you know, I have the biking PTSD from oh, a bike right, accident right. that I had freshman year of college. So I feel like that would be not only a physical triumph for me, but an emotional one. So oh, maybe yeah. 
Let's do it. On a bike again. Who knows? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, loving those. Yeah. What about you, Something bud? What have you been into? That we just saw this evening um, is this movie called Parasite. Jacob, um, my friend Carly, and I all went to see it today. It was a Korean language um, thriller, I guess, like family drama meets thriller. So many twists and turns. So good. And it wasn't scary? Isn't no. that the one with the people in the front yard, the poster for the movie? It has the yes. people in the front yard? That looks frightening. It wasn't, it's not like a horror movie. There are some frightening moments, okay. but it's not, it's very human. In summary, what's the premise? Like a parasite infects the people? The premise is there's a um, less fortunate family that uh, lives in South Korea in a semi-basement apartment um, and they're kind of struggling to get by. The parents are unemployed and their son goes to interview for a tutoring job at this wealthy family's house and then they slowly um, get the whole family hired and it's really like a commentary on classism and um, yeah, how we So it's not a literal parasite. No. Oh, all right. That's much yes. better. No, it's not like alien. I was you like, know, oh, someone's something. getting, yeah, someone's getting infected. Everyone's going to die. That's kind of what I thought. picture of a stink bug. Oh. Um, but it's, it's not That's it. in a, um, you know, right. Ah! <laughs> Excellent. Way. Love to hear so that. So loved that movie. And then, um, as we're recording this a couple days ago, it was the first of November, AKA yeah. the start of the holiday season. I woke up at 6 a.m. and changed my throw pillows. No way. I really thought I was going to be able to hold off and then like sprang alive at 6 a.m. and was like, must have red, green, and white. I put up the Christmas tree on the second. No way. The Christmas tree is up. The banner is up. I need to hang my wreath. But yeah, I'm in like full swing. Dang. I made a playlist on the first. I mean, I'm like in full holiday I mode. love that. I will say I am feeling a little bit more in the holiday spirit already. I don't know if that's just not being in school. Like I have nothing yeah, like happening. I'm like, oh, holiday. <laughs> what but, else is going on? Yeah, I'm very excited. We're talking about holiday at work, obviously, because we're a big retailer. Right. Do you so, have to sign up to be on call or anything during question. the holiday season? So Black Friday is our biggest holiday. So everyone calls it holiday and it's like, months and months of planning like everyone gets prepped they have a big convention in las vegas just to talk about holiday so that's really cool since i'm a finance person um we don't luckily i don't really have to be at the office and you know be on call it's kind of cool though because the company allows you to volunteer on Black Friday. Ooh. So you can like go to the store and be a greeter and stuff like that. So that's super cool. That's so fun. Yeah. If I if I get an opportunity, I'll probably do that. I don't know how that'll work because I'll be in Gurney. So right. I don't know if you can only like be a greeter in Minneapolis. In, yeah. So, You'll have to figure cool. that out. But that's neat. Yeah. Because I have a friend who works in IT for a retailer. And oh, yeah. I bet that's tough. they have to be on call for like a 12-hour shift. For sure. On either like... 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. Yeah. Or 12 p.m. to That's 12 a.m. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? But the thing is, and I don't know if they feel the same way at that company, but holiday is like so exciting. Yeah, it sounds like it. My work. Everyone is jacked about it. That's They cute. get so happy and it's such a fun time. Everyone's excited. So 
I mean, yeah. th- and that's good. That's a great the thing. deals. I've been mulling over buying a Switch. Oh, for sure do it so we could play together. I know. I just, I really. They have the new one. They have a new version of the Switch. Oh, really? It's a little more handheld. I don't think the controllers come off. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I, I would need to look that up. That might be wrong. All right, but. I'll look into it. But yeah, I've been considering it. But at the same time, I already, my fear is that Switch time wouldn't replace YouTube time. It would just add on to it. And I really right. don't need extra hours of me. That's fair. Being unproductive. It kind of helps your screens. brain maybe like think yeah, through. Yeah, like a bit more critical thinking. Who knows? I'm making that up. It might be um, true. Jacob just reported in that um, that you were talking about the Switch Lite, which yes, is, the Switch Lite, which is only the handheld and it doesn't right. connect to the TV. Right. Yes, I've been I've been looking at that. So maybe too. if that's cheaper, you could just it buy is. one of those, yeah, yeah. take it to work with you on a bathroom break, just you know, <laughs> that sounds play a little game, very irresponsible, um, and right up our alley. Oh yeah, I'm completely kidding. Um, so. Moving on from that, yeah, I guess that's what uh, I'm loving is uh, Christmas yeah, I love that season, and uh, yeah, we got some movies. Also, it is uh, Oscar season officially. I will say, Woo. aka the times when all the movies are coming out in preparation for the award season, and it is November, which is the biggest month. So, if you have time to support a local movie theater. Highly recommend it. Hit up a movie theater, watch a movie. I go alone all the time. I do too. I love it. Oh, I love it too. You it's just sit there, so no one's enjoyable. bothering you. Yeah, you get some snacks. Yeah, just have an afternoon to yourself. Right? It's great. Couldn't recommend more. Um, with that, because that is a way, that's like something new that we've been doing. I didn't do that nearly as much in college. Uh, we can talk about the adjustment to post- grad life um because i know a lot of people who listen to this are our age a couple of years out of college still in college yeah and i think this topic is important because it's something that just kind of happens to you and you're so excited for it like you're counting down to it and then when it happens it's like whoa Right. And no one really cares. Like no no one one cares cares about your experience. They're like, oh, cool. You graduated. Right. And no one really talks about it. But when we do talk about it, everyone's like, oh, yeah, same. And you're like, why don't we talk about this? Everyone jumps on it. Yeah. Because I'll bring it up to people and then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. Right. I'm like, why isn't this more of a a normalized conversation? Because this is fucking weird. It's super weird. So basically, I find it, you know, we go from 19 years on average, the average person of education, you know, preschool, elementary, Unless you start high school, ahead college. Because you're smart and Unless your you parents ahead. put you in at school <laughs> at like two years old. I swear to God, I think I started when I was three. I didn't go to preschool. My grandmother taught me. What do you think, guys? Did she turn out okay? We <laughs> have yet to find comment. out. Um <laughs> But yeah, so you do like 19 years of education and then it just abruptly ends. Um, or some people go to grad school or, you know, pursue their PhD, right. things like that. Yeah. Which is also, I'm sure, a completely different culture from those I've spoken to. It's also an adjustment because oh, it's a completely bet. different way of life. Yeah, no and doubt. And all your friends are leading right. a different style of life. But 
Anyway, you go from this very set path that you're on, you know, it's first, then second, then third, and then senior, then freshman, that you have this path, you have something that you're anticipating every fall or in college every semester, and then you just graduate and you start a job and there's no next step that's guaranteed. Really? It, like, it's weird because you have to figure it out for yourself. Exactly. And you're kind of prepped. You're kind of not. Right. Like, it's we, fun. We had career classes. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of fun because you're like, oh, I get to tackle this new challenge of doing it all by myself. Right. Which is great. Like, that's fun. There's totally. pros and cons, for sure. But yeah, it just, when I first got to my job, and for context, I'm um, in marketing. I'm in digital marketing for um, in the manufacturing industry, and Jill is in finance for the tech services. Yeah, and retail, retail industry. So a little background on what we do. We do desk jobs. It's a desk job, cubicle life. Cubicle life. Um, I do love my cubicle. Mine's yeah. fine. It's dusty. It could <laughs> use a good dusting. They get dirty, you guys. Like, a cube is small. You're like, oh, I don't need to clean it. You need to clean it you like your room. Clean it. I spilled water all over my laptop. Oh, that's a, they teach you that in training, bud. Oh, my God. It was a disaster, Jill. It was a disaster. It all worked out. It's fine. Does your laptop work still? Yeah, she's she's going strong. She's but good. But it was because it spilled all over my desk. It was a reason to clean it. Oh, yeah. And I really should have cleaned it previous to that spell, I realized. People will come up to my desk to visit or like, well, not, no, they're not visiting. They're like asking for something, which that makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm really self-conscious right now. My room is my, oh my God. See, I compare Your my room. cube. I compare my cube to my room. Slip. I'm like, oh shit. Like it's dusty. Like I need to hide it. That's honestly, it is your room. You're probably it at literally your desk is my room. more than you're in your room. For right. Guaranteed. Me. Oh, for sure. Welcome to adult life. I might as well just put a cot under there, you know, <laughs> maybe in case, there? have a nice probably nap, get have more a sleep. sleep. Pull an overnight, you know. So sad. Um, but yeah, you basically... I don't know, my, like when I first came in, like my first day, which it wasn't the first day of forever because, um, or like my first, first day there. Right. Because I had already been working there. But my first day of full time, one of my coworkers was like, welcome to the rest of your life. And she goes. Someone said that to you? Yep. I'm like, bitch, you think I'm going to be at this place forever? I ain't going to no. be here forever. <laughs> I don't think she meant, meant there specifically. Oh, but I got you. The the concept of all right like this is it every day for the next 40 years four zero 40 <laughs> holy shit. years holy shit of 40, working isn't that bizarre eight to four nine to five whatever it is for the rest of your life until you're too old to do that so you retire but you're it's like this is the time when you can do things like you I know. need to be sprightly Isn't when you're 62. Life is such a weird ass concept. Like we literally just get up, work, do a routine and then start all over the next day. And what's baffling is this is what we invented for ourselves. Oh yeah. Like we were placed on this planet. We were Nathanderals and whatever. Nathanderals. Nathanderals. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Why can't I say it? It's Neanderthal. Neander for Neanderthals. For okay, people that need some correct diction. I have horrible diction. 
Nathanderol. <laughs> I can't pronounce words. Well, we know Maddie's uh, Neanderthal ancestors Neanderthal. weren't the bright. I'm kidding. I'm no, totally like kidding. Beating the rocks together. Uh, <laughs> but that's where we were, and then we evolved, and we made the cars and the buildings. And this is the routine we set up for ourselves. Yep. This is a society that we built where we go to work for 40 hours a week or more, depending on your industry, and work and then come home to our families or our friends and then sleep. That's what we chose. I feel like and that, yes, I totally agree with that. And that does have like such a negative connotation. However... There could be a positive spin. Oh, there. Yeah, I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm just saying like this is this is what baffles me is like. Oh, it's so bad. This is what we built. Yes, correct. Shout out to the great, 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 great. All the shout out. (laughs) Shout out to you, buddy. Um, Yeah. And that's why like I'm the type of person that is not frightened by that. But I need to fill those gaps and like do things every week. Right. To make it feel like something's different, you yeah. know? And that, I mean, we kind of mentioned this um, in the last episode is, you know, never when we're having these conversations and talk about this post-grad adjustment, we are not dissatisfied with our jobs, with our companies, oh, no, with not our at careers, all. with our majors, anything like that. It, I think it's a, um, like an antsiness that comes from this, unknown kind of thing and the fact that this is a time of change and adjustment and already I was I'll be honest like when I started in July went to full-time it was really an adjustment for me because I had just gotten back from Europe and before that I had few credits and my schedule was really flexible and then yeah you just switch into this whole new routine and you're forced to create a routine for yourself to set yourself up to have the best day possible. But then that is a whole nother mundane thing in itself. And so it's just, it's a, I think a, um, like a weight Definitely. from the, the schedule and the, yeah, like the mundaneness of it right. all. And I think we're choosing our own, we're literally making our own schedules and choosing our path. That's true. And it's like, shit, what if I choose the wrong thing? You know, right. you're just second, or for me anyway, I'm yeah, just second I agree. guessing my decisions. And Right. But right now is totally fine. And that's totally I think fine. I, just, I think we just have too high of expectations for ourselves or we compare ourselves. Definitely. To people that are doing not what the average person is doing. Which is... In this age of social media and extreme connectivity, it is so easy to compare yourself because your proximity digitally to influencers, for example, who have whatever schedule they want. You know, they wake up, they can have a full morning, they can go to a yoga class at 1 p.m., they can stay out till midnight, whatever. Your comparison game to them is so easy because you can see it on your timeline right? Yeah, at any point of the day while you're at work, while you're sitting there, or while you're making dinner and preparing to go to bed at 9.30. And that's like the mind fuck. Yes. That is you're a, like, that's, what is it, like black mirror shit? I mean, not totally. really, but it feels like it. But it is. That's how we're getting to black mirror shit is just like 
yeah, like you can just see everyone's highlight reel of the life that they're living and then you're comparing it to your like behind the scenes. For sure, yeah. And that's, that's so relatable, yep. That's the shit. Right. And it. this sounds I don't know, I feel like this is like a rant complaining sesh, but again, to repeat what you said, I am just like very happy at the moment yeah. with what I've yeah. got, you know, like this is great learning a lot, but yeah. I think it's a thing of where we're stuck in that what's the term? Like first role right entry-level job so we're kind of just figuring it out yeah you know you're not only figuring out what you want for your career you're also figuring out yourself and how you operate as a human right when there's not you know a does there's not homework to complete true and there's not you know a grade you have to get to get into college or whatever. Yeah. It's really just figuring out how do you independently live your life and go through your day to better yourself and better your work and et cetera, et cetera. True. So it's not, I, none of this is a complaint, but I think it's a comment on how weird this transition is and how daunting it is and how like not disgust it is. Yeah. Oh, it's never discussed. And it's funny because I'll talk to people that are, what, four years older than us, still in their 20s, but late 20s maybe. And they feel the exact same way. And they're four years down the line. So it's like, it's just interesting to see people in all different age ranges still having these thoughts. Right. It's almost comforting to me. Yes, I think so. It's comforting, but it's like, oh shit, I don't want to be there right. in four years. Exactly. Still have the thoughts. And we kind of touched on this last episode too is, you know, there's this, you know, what's your five-year plan? Are you pursuing your passion? Um, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh, I kind hate of, that uh, saying. Stuff that's said. Yeah. But it's like, at this phase in life, you're supposed to be discovering your passion. Yeah. Um, determining what you want to do with your life and can those coexist. And is this dumb of me, but I, I feel like I don't have enough time to discover a passion. No. Because I'm literally just doing the same thing every day. Because you're doing your job. Yeah, which exactly. Which is important to live and to gain skills. Exactly. And I just feel like right now we're in this climate, this I'm mainly driven, I feel like, by influencers where everyone is like, hustle and have your side gig and pursue what you love and whatever. And it's like, okay, well, but you need time to figure out what you love. And um, time and money. Time and money. The, the privilege that comes with pursuing your passion as a career is not really acknowledged. Like, that takes so much privilege. And when we you know, like we listen to those entrepreneur podcasts, like yeah, how to do. build this. Yeah. A lot of them have to acknowledge, you know, either one person was like their spouse was still working their job so they could go do their side thing. True. Yep. And for every one of those stories that they made it, there's 2000 other people whose things didn't take yeah, off. Yeah, They're like literally the 1%, which exactly. is, and listening to all those podcasts, you're like, that's going to be me. But exactly. realistically, that's not true. And that's, I'm sorry if this is like a, if this is like a downer kind of like, ep- wake up, episode, guys, wake but up. it's hard to process like 
this is it for a while. And that's, so it's okay. Yeah, it's I'm not still bad. happy. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm not it. unhappy, yeah. but it's hard with the comparison for and sure. feeling like you're behind when you just started. For sure. We're just telling it like it is, you know? Yeah. And I just think that we need to all be honest with each other about how we're feeling in our jobs and our lives instead of expecting, you know, everyone to just keep going on this hamster True. wheel. I think yeah. more honest conversations about, you know, I've, I've said this to my boss where I was like, she's like, oh, how was it going? Yeah. And I was like, everything here is going great. But yeah, I definitely had a hard time like, you know, kicking into full time and right. going from college life. Like, yeah. it's it's definitely a transition and and that should be okay. True. Like, it should be okay to oh, have yeah. a little bit of struggle in and there. And I think since so many, I think since pretty much almost everyone has experienced this, it's pretty easy to have that conversation. Right. Like, especially with once your you boss. Like, it. they get it. Yeah, once you start it. Like, they get it. Yeah. They were in our position, you know, so. Right. But no one ever says it. No one ever says it. But when you bring it up, exactly, we just people, need to bring it up. We just exactly. need to bring it up. Yeah. It's like this, uh, like imposter syndrome where. Oh, I have so much imposter uh, syndrome. You think that everyone is just doing their, like, that you're the only one that feels this way and is, you know, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is crazy that this is what we do and blah, blah, blah. And then when you finally say something, then you realize everyone feels the exact same way. So why don't we talk about it? Yeah. The fun, but the fun news is like in this free time that we have within our routine, like yes. the weekend or whatever, I mean, I'm tr- like, I'm at, at least actively trying to like figure out new things and what can I do next? And right. And that's oh, why we grad have school. Let me see if I can study in another country, Ooh. you know, not to drop any hints. Just kidding. I have no plans. I have not decided a thing yet. But, you know, it's just being able to take that time and kind of explore a, a potential passion or look for your next move. Right. That's At least true. gives you something to look forward to or keeps you a little bit motivated. Right. I think. And that's why we have this also um, is because it's right. important to be able to come home to either researching something or doing something for sure that makes you excited in some way. That's not your work. Right. Um, and yeah, I just encourage, I know my dad has been constantly like when you come home, you need to have something that you're excited to create and whatever. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. Now that we're doing yeah. This again, it's, it's something to do and I can work on you know the tech side of it and the planning of it and things like that and that Definitely. makes me excited so yeah and I, I get agree. to talk to you folks for a certain amount of time <laughs> and you get to <laughs> listen to me ramble of time yeah but I did just want to ask before we wrap up the subject the graduating early thing because right. you were still living with me who is in college and we're friends with people still in college and on campus. What was that like? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think it was exciting for me because I was one of the first one of my friends to get to do it. And at the same time, I had all of January to not work. So I got to travel. I didn't feel like I missed out on anything because I made sure 
to take a little bit of time to myself. And then I, when I got back to work, it was a familiar workplace. I knew some people. So that was a little less daunting and a little more refreshing. Right. We're both lucky in um, that aspect. Especially, and again, this isn't for everyone, but I got a job right out of college, like doing something that my major pertains to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's cool. Let's see if it, let's see if it actually makes sense. And if I can actually use what I learned right. in my everyday job. So that was cool. And I think. It was a little bit weird how you guys were like, oh, let's go to trivia at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I'm like, well, I can't do that because (laughs) I need to get up at 530 in the morning for work the next day. So that kind of sucked. But another pro is having a nice paycheck every other week. But then a con to that is you're making money (laughs) when your friends are like, oh, I don't have my job for another four months, so I don't have the money. So it's definitely a weird balance that I needed to find. Um. It wasn't as tough of a sh- like a shift that I thought I would have. Mm-hmm. And I bet it was, in a way, a, a pro of it is like a slower transition. Right. From college to complete independence and working. For sure. Because you had like one toe in and one... Exactly. Toe. toe. One toe. Dip the toe. One, only one toe in each Dip way. Dip the toe in the water. Yeah, kind of like straddling the yeah, state straddling. lines. <laughs> straddling the Dakotas. Sorry, that was really... (laughs) Yeah, no, but I mean, like for Maddie, she literally went abroad and then came back and started work, what, a week later? Yeah. So that's pretty pretty quick of an adjustment because she was doing school stuff abroad. I had that month of vacation and I was kind of like, oh, I'm ready to get back on the grind and Mm -hmm. do something. So it was kind of exciting. Yeah, the toughest part was living with someone that had such a laid back schedule, (laughs) aka you. Um, But it was okay because I still felt like I was adding value to every day, like doing the work I was doing. And you started working out and you were cooking. Yeah, it gave me the opportunity, exactly, to be like, what can I do now with this free time? Right. And I would even, I also struggled in that time, not fully struggled, but. you know, like you're getting up and I'm still asleep, whatever. Right. But then I would be headed out to a group project at 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. That's so true, yeah. And you're like eating your dinner and watching TV, got to head to bed in like an hour That's or two. So, oh my God, like, yes. Oh my God. That's so, I remember I fucking that. fucking hate these group yeah, projects. That's so true. Because I would come home and be like, You'd be like, oh, buddy, where were you? And I'm like, oh, I was at the gym after work. And now I'm going to make dinner <laughs> right. and go to bed by nine. And you're like, well, got a group project. See you tomorrow night. Yeah. So we definitely didn't see each other that often. Because our true. schedules never were like, over. Like, they were very weird. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. But yeah, it's, I don't know how to explain it. No, I think, I think that was a good job. I was just wondering. Yeah. No, that was that a really was good question. What that was like. Um, but do you feel like you have a good routine now in like for your weeks for your days for sure yeah it definitely takes a minute to figure out your routine I mean I'm still adding stuff like this coming week I'm mm-hmm. starting to volunteer again and yes at Ronald um, McDonald yeah I'm very excited I get a little kiddo and we're gonna hang out stay tuned I'll give you some more details Yay. when I meet them I'm very excited um, yeah, and you're working out. Yeah, I'm working out. We do the podcast every week. so Yeah, we've got that on the schedule It's now. very exciting, yeah. Social time. Social time. You need it. You definitely need it. Do not lock yourself up every day in mm-hmm. your house. I think I've gotten much better at that because, I, you know, I've always been very introverted, even though I 
huge talker. Um, but you go, uh, like the college and high school atmosphere, everyone's constantly on top of each other. And I think it gets to be claustrophobic feeling after a while. And then you just crave even more alone time because you feel suffocated every day. Right. Um, and now that I have, you know, that alone time plus I don't feel suffocated because yeah. I'm not constantly surrounded by people. I do independent work, some, you know, group collaboration and things like that. But I work at my desk. I do my stuff. I come home to myself because I live alone. And that has been great for fulfillment, but it's also encouraged me to seek people out more. Yeah. Which has been awesome. And I like that now I really have like two nights to myself fully a week, maybe three. She's a planner. (laughs) (laughs) Very planner. I'm on GCAL. But yeah, so I think that's a plus too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is, you know, a greater desire to see people and spend quality time with people because you don't have the convenience of being surrounded by them constantly. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, I want to take an entire night in and binge an entire season of Atypical. Uh, This is a plug, by the way. Speaking from (laughs) very personal experience. Oh, very personal. I did this maybe two days ago. It was two days ago, not maybe. (laughs) I took a whole night in. It was a Friday. (laughs) And I watched an entire season of Atypical. Another thing I'm loving that I just realized I forgot to mention, but it is the funniest show ever go check it out yeah it's funny i love it have you seen the japanese queer eye yet oh i watched uh the first episode yesterday that first episode she's so cute real tearjerker there but why are they in japan like i don't understand (laughs) i don't know they just decided to put them there oh i was watching big mouth this is kind of related it sounds unrelated but it's related love big mouth it's so disgusting but in like an entertaining way and i kind of like it no it's so good um it's a cartoon show about puberty that's pretty give it um, a watch nick kroll is a genius yes he is it's pretty uh brassy i don't know yeah raunchy uh but it's really good because it talks about it talks about going through puberty and having sex with people it's Everyone has a hormone monster, and I kind of wish I had a hormone monster because they seem they like really the devil teach, on your shoulder. They though. teach the kids some things, but they do. I'm relating, or I mentioned Big Mouth because it's related to Queer Eye, and that in one of the episodes, oh, Queer yes. Eye comes in and like gives a makeover to Steve, yeah, the coach Steve, and I was like, oh, what up? So, so that this, just made uh, me think of that. yeah, this postgrad adjustment is turning into a full. You Netflix learn a lot of TV shows. <laughs> yeah, you learn about a lot of things. True. But yeah, so that's uh, our commentary, I guess, on the topic of adjusting to full-time work and that time after graduating. And again, we must acknowledge how privileged we are to sit here and talk about how, um, you know, tough of an adjustment it is and how weird it is because many people uh, don't have the luxury of getting a college education and um, those who do don't always have the ability to immediately start a job, um, don't have the concern of this adjustment and have other 
more priority concerns financially. So we just, I think it's important for us to take a moment to acknowledge how privileged we are to be in our situation and how much we value our education and our careers and our mentors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that was very well said. Yeah, just want to put it out there. Yep. So with that, thank you. uh, Yeah, thank you for tuning in again. I'll pour one out for you guys with my Heineken, you know. (laughs) Your canned Heineken. Don't want to ruin the flooring, so I'll fake pour it. It's delish. Is it? Delish. I should have been finished by now, but I got in the talking mood, so, you know. Well, it is a podcast, so I'm glad you were in the talking mood. Can't drink and talk at the same time. Yeah, that's a bummer. You can't do both. Right. Like, I wish I had some sort of... Hook up an IV, you know? I also wish that your TV could move what side of the room it's on in case you want to <laughs> lay on the other side. TMI, you guys, but my TV is perfectly set in my living room where if I'm sitting in the bathroom with the door open, I can still see it. <laughs> That's the most Jill feng shui I've ever heard. And I live alone, so just kind of let yourself let yourself yeah. think about Draw that. Draw your own assumptions <laughs> on that one. Uh, well, anyway, here's to another week of 20-ish. Hell yeah. And, uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you in the next one. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.